create lasting change, inspire others, and make a difference. You have joined the Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Donaldson, and each week you will hear from distinguished co-hosts and guests as they share insights into impacting our culture from your neighborhood to the nations. Folks, as we begin this podcast, I'm looking at a photo of a woman in her car. Uh, She's in a long car food line. And friends of ours that pastor a church in Fremont, California, have volunteers that are handing her groceries. And she's wiping her eyes. And you can't help but think as you look at this photo, what is this woman going through? Why would she wait in such a long line for groceries? And how can we help her? How can we help the millions of people that are impacted by this virus, that have lost their jobs, that are looking not just for groceries, but hope? And today uh, for our show, we have, I think, one of the best organizations on the planet to answer that question, and that's World Vision. We're working closely with them on the front lines to help women like this, to connect the resources to the need. And you're going to hear about how we can partner with World Vision and how we can reach out very tangibly to show love to our brothers and sisters in this nation. Chris Glenn is the Senior Vice President of Transformational Engagement for World Vision. And what an impressive Uh, bio that he has, but let me just say that he spent 20 years helping transform Fortune 500 companies and private enterprises to become more efficient and profitable. And with World Vision, uh, under his leadership, the campaign for every child raised more than $500 million over five years, impacting more than 25 million people in 19 countries. And cities serve as a joy of working closely with Chris in America. And then Reed Slattery, uh, who is uh, a brother in the Lord as well. Uh, Reed is World Vision's National Director for U.S. Programs, where he oversees the operations of six warehouses, uh, domestic disaster response, after-school tutoring. It's, It's a huge, really a constellation of ministries that Reed effectively leads. Welcome, Chris and Reed. Great to be here, Dave. Yeah, thanks for having us, Dave. This is an honor. Well, it's our joy and honor to have you on. We do want to talk about how people can support World Vision in this effort. But Chris, let's start with you talking about what World Vision is doing in the United States. Our listeners are full aware of what World Vision does internationally with the child sponsorship, which is called Chosen. I was telling you before the show that my wife and I signed signed up to be part of the Chosen campaign. It's incredible. It is so moving. Uh, But let's talk about what you're doing domestically. Thank you, Dave. Uh, As you state, uh, many people know us for our international work, but World Vision has worked in the United States for more than 40 years. Uh, Last year alone, we served more than 4 million people by providing nearly $130 million of donated product items such as shelf-stable food, 
basic necessities, building supplies, hygiene, personal protective equipment to serve families that are in poverty in the United States. We're blessed to deliver these products through quality organizations such as CityServe, uh, the local church, um, and what the local church does is connect us with Title I schools and the poor in their areas in which they operate so we can make sure that we get those products to the most needy families in the soon as we possibly can. Now, Reed, I think I'm spending more time with you than my wife lately. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, working on the COVID-19 response. Uh, let's talk about how World Vision is really building a coalition of organizations across the country to to help uh, these people that, that really are suffering right now. Yeah, no, you're exactly right there, Dave. Um, we really feel honored to be part of this coalition that we're building. And it really is in times of crisis where we can all come together and really make uh, a huge impact. And so that's what we're doing right now. We, as soon as COVID um, started to take hold in our neighborhoods across the country, World Vision started to assemble what we call a family emergency kit. And that allowed us to test out our hub and pod model that we'd already been working on with CityServe and get these resources out to the most vulnerable families through the church and the school district uh, partnership. And it's been working really well. And we're taking that one step further now. We're working with CityServe and a lot of other um, large national NGOs and, and, and uh, denominations and really building a faith-based coalition to go across the country, every state, major cities, rural areas, and bring food and resources right now to families that need it. I think you mentioned earlier, Dave, about food lines and, and you know, wrapping around, you know, city blocks. And so many people are finding themselves, you know, unemployed or not enough food on the table. And for the first time, they're having to find themselves in these lines. And so we're, we're really just trying to, you know, work directly with school districts, have them identify those families, help us identify those families that are in most need, and then get them connected to one of our points of distribution or pods, which is a neighborhood church, so that those families can go in you know, with, with dignity, uh, a drive-through model, so it's really safe. They'll be able to pick up the resources they need uh, you know, and hopefully at some point that there's a connection point there as well with that local church where they can stay engaged for the long haul. World Vision's really stepping out in faith. It's an incredibly generous ministry. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you are, you are stepping out, providing these resources, believing that God's going to provide to cover the transportation costs. Now, Chris, you're working with major donors and corporations Talk with us about how we can support this effort. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, we, we have an aspirational goal currently right now of a $10 million response to serve more than 650,000 people across the United States in 14 states. And they can go right onto worldvision.org for $75. You can provide food for a family of five for a week. Uh, if you are so prayerfully led, you can... Uh, a donation of $7,500 can power up a church to do a distribution of 100 family food kits and serve the entire church to serve the most vulnerable in their community for a week. Could you repeat that again? How can people give to this effort? They can give by going onto worldvision.org 
and seeing our COVID-19 domestic response. And for a gift of $75, they could donate a family food kit for one family that would feed them for a week. And for a donation, they felt so prayerfully moved to give $7,500, they could give us 100 family food kits that would power up a church to do an entire distribution. Now, we're being told that there's literally millions upon millions of dollars in these donor advised accounts. And uh, we're gratefully working with like National Christian Foundations, Signatory, and, and others. And I would like to appeal to people that have funds in these accounts uh, that have been looking for the right opportunity. Well, this is it. This is it. We have the resources. God's providing us with with all these boxes of produce and poultry and other resources, but we need funds. Well, folks, we need funds to connect this resource to the need to go the, the, the last mile. Because what's happening is that a lot of this product is ending up in warehouses, which is great, but we have through our network, the ability to make sure it's getting in to the homes of vulnerable seniors, uh, children that are at risk, people that, that are shut in, that can't get out of their homes to this food. So I would encourage you to go to that website and support World Vision. Uh, but also if you have a donor advised fund uh, to allocate that to World Vision uh, for this, this incredible uh, opportunity you know, to help these families. Uh, Reed, uh, share with us about some of the areas across the country because a lot of people do love to give locally. Where are some of the areas that we are targeting? Yeah, great question, Dave. You know, one of the things I'm most uh, excited about is our coverage across the United States. We have great um, partnerships and locations that are already established. Um, World Vision has seven warehouses across the country. And so that we're in major cities such as Seattle, Chicago, Dallas, New York City, um, but also through this broader coalition that we're talking about, we have hubs in, in every region of the country that you could think of. So we're in, we're in rural areas um, like Navajo Nation. Uh, and that's one of the areas that I'm most proud about where we're serving. A lot of folks don't know this, but 40% of the residents um, that live on the Navajo Nation don't have access to clean water. And that just means that they're more susceptible when these outbreaks and things like this happen because they don't, you know, they can't wash their hands the same way and, you know, the hygiene aspect of it. And so we're working in these rural areas. We are also working down on the border to provide resources to families there and, and every rural community uh, in between. And through the partnership with CityServe, uh, we're actually opening up a lot of, you know, new regions with hubs. So, you know, CityServe is very um, established in the Southern California region and has great um, relationships and partnerships to that whole network down there. We, uh, we launched in Arkansas together uh, last year and things are going great down there. But now we're exploring, you know, CityServe Florida, CityServe uh, Oklahoma City. And so we're really excited about just the coverage with coming together that we can provide for communities all across the country. Yeah, it's it really is unparalleled. You know, the organizations coming together like this. I know donors, Chris, that you work with, uh, one of their hot buttons is that they ask, why is it so siloed? Can't these organizations come together? Well, they are. It's happening. And so you're not only supporting people that need these resources, you're part of a movement 
that's bringing these groups together. Can you talk about that, Chris, how important that is? Yeah, Dave, we at World Vision, we don't want to be the star. We want to be behind the scenes. The reality is we want the local church to be the hands and feet of Jesus during this crisis. We want God to be glorified by how we can actually help power up the church through organizations like CityServe and other large denominational partners that we have in the local regions across the country where they can be the hands and feet of Christ to provide hope over fear during this pandemic. So many people are so worried and about what's going to happen next for them. And the church is the haven that can be that hope and that light for Christ. And we're just grateful. And it's so rewarding to be able to do that. You know, many churches, they're well-meaning, but they've become weakened productions and their compassion muscle, you know, is lost. And so we're helping them gain that compassion, uh, strength and and I'll tell you what, in many places, because of this crisis, it's like boot camp and they're getting in shape fast and their churches are growing uh, numerically and and most importantly, spiritually. Uh, Reed, let's talk about the USDA uh, program that is providing these boxes of produce and poultry and how we want to partner with these companies that can provide these resources. We need more resources. Yeah, no, this is a really exciting program that the USDA has come up with over the last few weeks. Uh, it's called Farmers to Families, and it really is solving a crisis. So when, you know, restaurants and hotels and uh, sports venues started to shut down, all the food that would normally go through those avenues came to a screeching halt. And so you have food that's going, you know, just sitting on the fields or in warehouses going bad. And this is a way to take that food, repurpose it and get it out to the families, take it that last mile to where they're at. And so we're really excited about this opportunity. We've created a model uh, to come alongside our hub and pod model that's already working where we can do a couple things. We can ensure the the cold chain integrity all the way through. So we'll have reefer trailers, refrigerated trailers at each of our hubs. So when that product's delivered, it can you know go right onto those trailers. And then we'll have box trucks and sprinter vans that can take it out to these, take those boxes out to these pods. And then families will come and get these items. And I just think about the families that are on the other end that are going to be coming to pick up, you know, a big box of produce, a box of meat, a box full of cheese and butter and all these other dairy items. And just what a blessing that's going to be for them. And, you know, a lot of the families that we serve, right, whether it's the Bronx and they're going to their their local bodega on the corner, you know, or it's a rural community where they're going, you know, to Dollar General to, to pick up, you know, food from there. They don't eat even in normal times, they don't have access to these kind of items. So I just, you know, it just warms my heart to think about getting these boxes to the last mile to really just bless these families. And we do it through the church. So it's not World Vision or CityServe getting the credit and then they're going to disappear after it's all done. It's that local church that's going to be in relationship with these families. And so, you know, who knows what will come out of that connection. Amen. You know, the Bible talks about you know, us giving, not out of a heart of, you know, compulsion, you know, nobody's twisting anybody's arm, but really out of a heart of gratitude. And if we do that out of a heart of gratitude, that's, that's when you become a cheerful giver. 
And, and it's true. If God can get it through you, he'll give it to you. And the, these cries that we're hearing across this country of, you know, single moms just worried about how to feed their kids. Well, God hears those cries and he's impressing upon people uh, that have much, that are blessed uh, to give really out of our abundance to help, you know, our brothers and sisters in need. And, and the Bible says that when we do that, God will bless all the works of our hands. Every part of our life, he will multiply. And we've all experienced that. When you give what God has blessed in you and through you, then he moves into this multitasking and he blesses everything and everybody. And that's what he's doing through this effort. So again, I would encourage our listeners to participate in this movement of compassion. And so, Chris, again, how can our listeners support this effort? Dave, they can go right onto our website. That is worldvision.org. And right there, right on the homepage, you'll be able to give to our COVID-19 domestic response effort. That'd be the best place for them to engage. And we're grateful. Like I said, we have a family food box that for $75, they could bless a family of five for a week by providing needed food in the name of Jesus. Let's do it. Well, thank you so much, Chris and Reed, for the work you're doing. I've had a front row seat to it. It's unbelievable. It's making a difference. And I know we're probably at the beginning of the beginning, uh, but God is not surprised by this. He's using it for his glory. And as you said, Reed, to really uh, activate and energize the church to fulfill its calling and mission. So thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for having us, Dave. I hope you enjoy listening to Influencers on the Charisma Podcast Network. Join us next week for another thought-provoking episode. And remember to use your influence to move people closer to Jesus.